Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by David Francis on February 20th, Lord's Day Service. When you read the book of Proverbs, do you ever run across certain passages as you're going through? It's pretty, uh, pretty thick. And then nod half-heartedly at one or two of them, but then just move quickly on to the next without meditating on what you just read. There are certain Proverbs that get to the point quickly, even if they're cloaked with a metaphor. For instance, Proverbs 26, 17, whoever meddles in a quarrel, not his own, is like one who takes a passing dog by the ears. So breaking that into two parts, we, we can guess from the beginning, meddling in quarrels, not your own. That's probably a bad thing. It sounds like we shouldn't do it. And then the second part of that proverb makes it clear that we shouldn't do it. Imagine a dog sprinting past you. What's the last thing you want to do? Grab it by the ears because what will happen? It will get you. It'll bite you. It'll do, it will hurt you in some way. That is what it's like. Um, so if that's, those are, that's a proverb that's, it's quick to understand it, that, that picture that, uh, gets in your head can stay, stay there. So if that's what you needed to hear this morning, dwell on that for the rest of this exhortation. But I wanted to point towards one that's a little harder to understand or to meditate on. There's lots of layers to it. Three chapters later, um, in, uh, 20, uh, Proverbs 29, verse 25, uh, it says, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. So hopefully as Christians, we've heard this before. We should fear God and we should not fear man. In fact, Job in the Old Testament, when he's introduced, he's described as a God-fearing man. The same thing for Cornelius, Cornelius the centurion in Acts, a God-fearing man. We see God's ultimate blessing on both of those. So it's good for us to ask ourselves, how does man-fearing lay a snare? What, what is a snare? Well, the snare, it's not I'm fearing man and the snares for somebody else. No, when I'm fearing man, when we fear man, we're laying snares for ourselves. So are you, what are you anxious about this morning? Do you tend to think of yourself as struggling with worry? That's possibly due to fearing man. Or do you think, oh, I have to keep all my relationships perfect. I have to please everybody. I have a preoccupation with my appearance or the way I'm accepted amongst folks around me. That's a symptom of fearing man. And these are all snares. Let's take a look at King Saul. When he was appointed king, what was he doing? He was, he was hiding amongst baggage. He was scared. Um, and then from that point forward, that was our introduction to Saul. The, his whole life is characterized by his fear of man. If you go back and read all the various conflicts that he had with David, you'll see how the fear of man kept him from making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. And perhaps that's being too minimal. It wasn't simply just a bad decision. It was sin after sin after sin, uh, all due to fear of man. Uh, Saul's man-fearing turned him into literally a madman. He was always anxious. He couldn't sleep. His family relationships were just ruined. And he was an emo emotional roller coaster. One day, he was hating David as enemy. Then the next day, he was praising him. And then the next day, he was hating him again and trying to kill him. So um, 
And uh, the thing about the fear of man is it affects us differently depending on our personalities and our temperaments. God made everyone here differently for his own glory. So for instance, if, I, if we looked at Revelation 2 and we see how God uh, gives his accommodations to the Ephesian church in, in, uh, in Revelation 2, he says this about this church. I know your works, your toil, your, your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil. You hate the work of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. So we can see there was a temperament of this church in Ephesians. They were not going to put up with evil men, which is a good thing. They hated what God hated. And so that was an accommodation towards that church. So in that sense, they were actually fighting the fear of man by fearing God, looking at what he hated and then hating that as well. However, some of you may resonate with that and say, yeah, I can see that I. When I, if I see someone doing evil, I'm not tempted to do that as well. I'm not tempted to say, well, let's just minimize this sin so we can get along. I'm more like the Ephesian church. Well, that's good. Um, that's a good thing. However, the fear of man, does, that doesn't mean, well, I'm now immune to the fear of man. It actually doesn't affect me. No, it shows up in lots of different places, uh, depending on um, what your temperament is. Um, so, for instance, you may just have more of a type A, I'm, I'm driven personality, and I'll keep pushing, keep pushing um, maybe at work and family and my relationships because I can make it happen and I'm a go-getter. But eventually, something's going to go wrong. Uh, whether your health or relationship, something that you thought you could control that you couldn't control uh, goes south. And you realize, hey, this whole reason I was driving so hard is because I was wanting someone's approval. But at the time, it didn't feel that way because just you could make things happen. So this is the thing. The fear of man lays a snare. What are snares? Snares are things that we don't see. It's not like a fear of man and then all of a sudden I see something I better watch out for. No, a snare is something that's hidden and you need God's help through his, the grace that he shows from our friends and others to say, hey, I don't think that's right. Like, look, here's a snare. Watch out for it. So whether it's anxiety that's ready to consume any man or woman, because they feel like they don't measure up to their peers um, or if they feel like they can't per perform well enough in their jobs, their families, their community, whatever it is. Um, these things are all snares. They come in all different sizes and you fall into snares you've laid for yourself. You fall into snares that others might have laid for you, but you couldn't see them. That's the whole point. That gets us to the second part of this proverb, the good news. Whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. This is good news because he gets us out of the snares and simply knowing about God is not enough because Saul, think about his life. The, the spirit went upon Saul at times and he prophesied before the Lord. So he knew the Lord. He knew all about the Lord. Yet his trust was not in him um, and he was still fearing man throughout all of this. And we see how it ended up for him. It, it was for his ruin. So while you may be tempted to pull yourself up out of your snares by uh, sheer willpower, you will fail. God has made us to fear him. That is how we fight uh, the fear of man. It's by fearing God instead. He will drive out all, the, all other fears because the good news is that he loves us. He loves his children. He takes care of them. And fearing God will drive out all fears. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.